to Nerds of the Roundtable, a podcast on a quest for quality pop culture. I'm Jamie. I'm Dwayne. And I'm Sammy. And we are reviewing. We're not reviewing. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. I do this every time. This That's is- fun. We've skipped <laughs> these episodes just a little bit, but we are back with our world-famous news episode. The news. Well, um, there's quite a bit of news this time. It's been a while. We've been what, almost a whole month since yeah. we've we touched the news. And close to it, yeah. Yeah, um, very much so. So we've got quite a bit piled up, so let's dig right into it. Sam, you've got one on here that I need you to explain to me. Okay. Um, New Harry Potter? Yes. What are we talking about? Um, Well, you know, I I think when this was first announced, of course, everybody started going down the road of, oh, you know, new actual Harry Potter stories. Uh, This, on the other hand, though, looks like it's going to be almost more textbook-based in some ways. Um kind of the, the very much like the magical creatures book that was put out many years ago. Uh, it is a series of eBooks. And as far as I know, you know, Pottermore will carry those. Um, I'm not sure if they'll release that to the rest, but there are going to be four books. Uh, two of them are releasing on June 27th. And all these kind of start with a journey through. So we have a journey through charms and defense of the dark arts and then we have a journey through potions and herbology, and those are going to be the first two released. Uh, following that, we'll have a journey through divination and astronomy, and a journey through care of magical creatures. So, I mean, do you think this is going to be like stories from these classes? Like, is it really just going to be like what these textbooks would have looked like? Or I really hope it's a textbook and an explaining of the magic. <clears throat> the post I seen on this was kind of stating that that it was sort of like. If you want to know more about how the magic works, this is what this is. And I was really afraid when I seen, hey, more Harry Potter from J.K. Rowling because she cannot leave these characters alone. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, <clears throat> some sometimes to the detriment. Yeah. But um, I, I'm really kind of excited about these. Uh, I'm, I'm the type of person, I'll, I'll sit down with a textbook to read, uh, you know, just to get information and to learn more about something I'm interested in. And the... That's one cool thing that was never explained in Harry Potter was the way the magic worked, how the the spells interacted, you know, with each other. You see the wands, you know, fighting and, and all this cool stuff. But it was really, I hope that it's so what, diving into that a little bit. So what you're saying is we need the Mortis episodes of the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be duly noted <laughs> that that I. Did not bring up Star Wars. First. That's right. Jamie did it. So Jamie, thank you for getting that out of the way for us. Uh, but yeah, that that would be cool uh, to to explain a little bit more uh, about but that. I if she wanted to go back and tell some like history of that universe, like go back. Right. And t- I, I mean, like she get mentioned the Goblin Wars. I'd like to hear about that. Yeah, that if she wanted cool. to tell like you know some write some novels and that. I just needed to. I mean, this is just me personally. Leave Harry alone. Yeah. Now, this leave, this this time frame, these characters, just leave them be. Yeah, well, this is an era of prequels. Well, and Fantastic Beasts really was a prequel. Was prequel. So yeah, both so of the Fantastic Beasts movies. So get back into that. But now, in the in the vein of our last episode, keeping a little bit faster, more intense, and on target. <laughs> you know, speaking of prequels, we have Netflix releasing a prequel to a classic Muppet creation. Um, Jim Henson's Creature Shop, however you want to call it, released The Dark Crystal. Netflix is releasing The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. This looks pretty neat, guys. It's uh, 10 episodes long. Of course, it's a prequel to The Dark Crystal. And you have three Gelflings 
try to discover the secret of the Skeksis power. Are there are there Jedi's in this resistance? <laughs> well, I was worried, Poe. I think, I now, think was actually, po was show up. if we look at the cast for this, um, you know, once again, we have a, a fantastic cast. Uh, Taryn Edgerton will be in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie Dormer, Andy Samberg, Helena Bottom Carter, Jason Isaacs, Mark Strong, Simon Pegg, Toby wow. Jones, and Mark Hamill. Hamill himself. Yeah, I, I, so, I yes, there are Jedi, Mark Jamie. Hamill. Okay, all right. <laughs> and we also have Uncar Plutt himself, Simon yeah. Pegg. Yes, yeah. we do. All right. I, that makes me a little more interested. I hadn't seen the, the cast list. That makes yeah. me a little more interested. Yeah, it looks like a great cast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, really and, and each of them brings, I think, will bring something really special to this. Yeah. Right. So, um, nothing we put in our last episode, especially in our Keep It 100, we all, we all sort of went off brand. So, speaking of going off brand... Um, next news. I'm just going to lay out and let Sammy talk for a few minutes. I, I'm just going to zone out and look at my phone for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, i got to hit the restroom, so Sam, it's yours. Sammy, Picard, so, go. So, if uh, if the listening audience hadn't figured out, it is a Star Trek plug. Uh, so, this fall, we are going to be having Star Trek Picard uh, coming to CBS All Access. Now, they've already had... Um, you know, the new Star Trek series that they've been been running there with uh, Discovery. Um, so now, though, we're going to have Picard. Now, originally, this was actually Star Trek Destiny, uh, is what I saw it listed as. Are you, are you back, sir? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> I'm back. Okay. Uh, but Star Trek Destiny uh, was the original title that, that no, I still heard. talking yeah, I'm almost finished. Uh, but so it is going to be 10 episodes. Uh, I think the really interesting thing here is that <laughs> that a lot of what we see in the trailer goes back to actually the series finale for Next Gen. Uh, if you look back at the episode All Good Things, we see Picard, uh, you know, with with the vines, the grapevines, and doing the wine and stuff like this. Uh, and this is, you know, people are questioning, will this be during the time or after the time of Picard's degenerative neural disease that he had at the end of the series? Mm. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm seeing the trailer. He is looking kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks a little, you know, of course, he's aged, but uh, it's really showing in here. And you see the, the vineyards, the, yeah. the, the wines. Yeah, I was, I was curious really about that. It really interesting. Yeah, because I've seen, like, him like, do stuff, especially him, him, him and Kalen. It's not like they're doing stuff on social media all the time. Right. You know? But he doesn't. He looks a lot frailer in yeah. the few images I've seen from Picard than he does. And he's not aged in like a hundred years. So yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. no, he's, I think he's looked the same since Green Halleck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think honestly, you know, finally the Lazarus Pit has has run dry <laughs> with him. Um, but you know, I think the interesting thing is though, one Jonathan Frakes will be directing an episode. So could we see Riker? Return. Now, number one has become an accomplished director. He yes. has done quite a lot of uh, even Star Trek episodes and some of the movies, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for the and in my opinion, and I'm I'm going to betray that this is all shtick now. I think he directed the second best Star Trek movie. Um, I, I mean, Wrath of Khan is the best. I'll just you know everybody knows that. No one has to argue. We all get that. I, I think I think his, his the movie he directed is the second best. Yeah. And which one was that? I'm... I forget the name, but it's the one where they go back in time. And First Contact? Is it, yes. Yes. That, yeah, that's 
one of the greatest. Yeah, of, yeah. of the of the new of the next generation movies. I think that's yeah. not even close. It's the best. And for those of you listening, Dwayne just uh, let his Star Trek show. He referred to <laughs> Rocker as number one. Well, talking about talking about changing brands, and and I pulled the title for, for uh, yeah. first contact. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, cats out of the bag. We just hard time. We all love it, and we love each other. And yeah, if, if we didn't give each other a hard time, we would. Which I mean, next way. gen is my Star Trek. I watched a ton of that show. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny. Like, um, it was early when like Fox wasn't on every network. I had to get my aunt to tape Next Gen for me and okay. send me VHS tapes of The Next Generation so I could watch it. Yep, I'm in season three of my rewatch right now. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I tried the I tried the starting with episode one and going through, and I made it probably midway through season one, which is not bad. Season but one's a little rough. Now, well, that's why I said it's not bad. So now I just kind of pick and choose. I just yeah. kind of bounce around the episodes and say, oh, that one looks interesting. That was, I remember this one. Yeah, and speaking of watching things, our next item on here is a oh, new Watchmen yes. series. So who watches the Watchmen? Yeah. It'll be somebody with HBO, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, I loved uh, the graphic novel. No, Watchmen. Classic. I loved the. Uh, I enjoyed the uh, Zack Snyder take in the movie. I thought a lot of the characters were very well portrayed. I think it kind of probably should have ended about thirty or forty minutes earlier. But um, uh, overall, I think it was a good movie, and the characters were well-defined. But now this one's uh, Sam, I think you may have some stuff pulled up over there. What's going on here, HBO? Uh, so so based on what I'd seen, uh, this is going to be 10 episodes. You know, that seems to be the, you know, the look of the draw now for most new television shows, especially ones maybe they aren't sure about. It's kind like, of the sweet spot. Yeah, uh, they do usually tend to... 10 to 12, roughly. So 10 episodes. Um, and according to what I saw, this is not a direct sequel. It's set in the world of the original Watchmen. And the showrunner, Damien Lindelof, says that it's really actually more of a remix of events. Hmm. So I don't know exactly what that means. But once again, we have some really interesting casting with this. Well, now, if I could interject here yeah, real quick. quick. Looking at the, the casting a, a few days ago, it's not the cast you see in the Snyder movie. No, it? it is there's, not. There's a few different ones, and it seems like they, like you say, it's kind of a remix. It's kind of pulling some from older eras and different uh, parts of that story. Craig, you know, like, for instance, uh, Jeremy Irons is going to be playing Ozymandias. So he is uh, Adrian Veidt, but he's a much older Adrian Veidt. <laughs> So I'm interested to see where they go with that. Now, there's some also some interesting casting. Uh, you know, last I saw, Don Johnson will be playing, you know, Crockett will be here. <laughs> uh, Louis Gossett Jr., I don't know if he's done anything since touched. Iron Eagle 2. Uh, and then Gene Smart. So, you know, the designing woman herself will be here. Wow. Uh, so, but for those of you music fans, Nine Inch Nails is doing the theme for this for the actual show. Okay, you just so. sold me. <laughs> you know, Lewis, this is not Lewis Gossett Jr.'s first uh, trek into the uh, comic book world. He was in a very terrible Punisher movie. Oh, In the yes. 90s. Is that the John Travolta? No. No, the... the uh, all, all Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, that's, Dolph the, Lundgren. that's the Dolph Lundgren. Oh, Lundgren. Okay, the Dolph wow. Lundgren Punisher. Yeah, okay. the, the really, really bad Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> I, I even forgot he was Punisher. Wow. Well, speaking of strange casting, Toy Story 4, 
announce a recent interesting cast member. Near and dear to our hearts. Sammy, who's in Toy Story 4 now? Could it be Dwayne? Is it, is it who? It's our beloved Keanu Reeves. Keanu. I love this casting. I love this casting. And if you've seen the trailer where he's actually given the voice and Bo Peep's introducing him, it's glorious. Keanu is complete Duke Kaboom. Oh, yes. <laughs> he is a Canadian stuntman. Canada's greatest stuntman, right. as stated by him. Yeah, and he's uh, this, the motorcycle in the uh, in the little ramp. You you know you sit it, you load it into the yeah, spring thing. This it is like this is showing our this is showing our <clears throat> age, Dwayne. Yeah, I, I think I had a, a, a evil Knievel set. Yep, that would be it. Kind of reminiscent of this. That would be it. Uh, yes, this character is based upon uh, the ideal toys evil Knievel stunt motorcycle set. Yes. Um, originally Complete 1972. With white uh, yes, it is white jumpsuit. So it was originally released in 1972. This toy was. <coughs> so um, yeah, my older cousins had it. Yeah, let me get my cane. <laughs> I, I may be the baldest man in the room, but I'm not the oldest man in the room. <laughs> you know, and, and this was, like Sam said, this was kind of one of those hand-me-down toys. But even as a youngster, I remember Evil Knievel was such the legend. Oh, yeah. And you see, uh, you know, Keanu here with the the mustache, you know, almost oh, yes. a trucker mustache coming down, but no goatee in the middle to, to, to connect it. And he's like... Canada's greatest stuntman. You know, he's just yeah, this macho it. voice. It's glorious. Can't wait. It is glorious. Yeah, so uh, I'm really excited for this movie. Um, seems like he is um, introduced by Bo Peep. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like he's part of the, the, the circus or the fair that they uh, wind up inter- intertangled with. And, you know, I wonder, I mean, he almost feels very much the antagonist. I wonder with this. Well, now the 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 preview I've seen, he's kind of helping Woody out. But okay. I wonder if there's some if there's some situation there. Okay. Uh, where there's a little bit of. I I just love that the world has caught up with us. Yeah. I mean, we've been we've been on the Keanu bandwagon for a long time now. That's now right. the, the world is catching up. Yeah, so. this is true. Social media is finally getting its clue on. Yeah. And really following along, you know, with the example that we've said in the gospel we've spoken for so long. <laughs> I feel like we said it in motion. Like we we're in Keanu. You're like I mean, we should meet. We should, he should be a guest on our show at some definitely, point because definitely. we helped him out here. We helped. I him. mean, so much. If it wasn't for us, would Bill and Ted three even happen? <laughs> That's right. That's right. You heard it here, folks. I mean, John Wick three. Hello, he. Those movies were struggling so bad. I'm looking for a check. I mean, I. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just a shout out. All, all joking aside, uh, I mean, he really he, is seemed to be one of the coolest. Yeah, he's such a planet. good dude. I just, I just love that he's having kind of this career renaissance, and that you know, I mean, he just, he just every interview you see him do, every promotional thing he does, he just seems like the coolest dude and like the nicest guy. I just like to see people like that succeed. Yeah, I've seen a, a small documentary, and he really has an interesting story. If if you guys ever just stumble across a little passage of his of his life, <clears throat> one thing that really impressed me with him, and then we'll move on, is uh, I think when you guys shared it to the Facebook group, is he's had, he's had an interview, and they said, what, what happens to people once they die? So I'm thinking, oh gosh, here goes and you know he's loony, you know, you know how some actors can just get way out there, and you know he. He's got this messianic look, you know. He's got the long hair, the beard, you know. He's sitting there, and looking all all sage-like. And he says, "They'll be missed by the by the ones they love, you know, the ones that love them." And and it really couldn't be stated more beautiful without getting into 
yeah. you know, um, right. you know, semantics and what whatnot. But you know, talking about Toy Story four. What time is it, guys? Unfortunately, it's Trelawney time. <laughs> Hopefully, we're going to rectify that. Jamie, uh, is there something about Trelawney time that maybe you have a rough time with? Well, it hasn't went well for me. <laughs> well, um, I know you're a fan of the theme music, and uh, <laughs> and, and uh, we still haven't got any uh, any input from uh, from our, our huge listening audience, you know. So uh, if you guys please send something in, I'm gonna try something a little different this week. Hopefully, Jamie will like. So here we go. Hopefully, you guys will enjoy this. Broaden your mind. Your aura is pulsing, dear. Are you in the beyond? Okay, so Jamie, what is the hardest thing about Trelawney time for you? I mean, you just seem to be so optimistic. Well, you know. About so many things. Well, I mean, my excuse for Godzilla is, is that I loved the uh, 2014 movie, and I wanted this one to be good. Okay, but now, wasn't, weren't the last couple kind of off as well? Well, the Ferris Bueller, when I pretend, doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> and he'll always be Ferris Bueller. Um the, the the Gareth Abrams one in 2014, I thought was almost. I mean, if you're gonna make a God's a modern Godzilla movie, it was almost flawless. I, I love that movie. And there's a few casting choices that you know, I mean, maybe you do a little bit differently, but I mean, otherwise, I mean, just a beautiful, amazing movie. So I wanted this to be good. Yeah. And I let my wishes and my hopes sneak into my guess, <laughs> <laughs> and I was way off. And so I guessed a 75. Would be the Rotten Tomato score. Um, I was the most wrong. Uh, Sammy was 65. Yeah, I was at 65. He was still wrong. Dwayne was closest at 55. Unfortunately, Unfortunately he was still way still off. Unfortunately, still way off, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, I was still probably, what, 15, 15 off. 15, yes. At that As we said, currently, Godzilla is 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and I think I was one of about 12 people that saw this opening weekend, and um, <laughs> it's better than a 40 score. Now, I've heard mixed things. It seems like if you're a critic, you're giving this thing a harder time yeah. instead of just being a fan, which I've heard a lot more positive stuff from the fans, but it's still kind of getting into some rough stuff as far as plot goes and things, which, of course, I mean, you don't see Godzilla fighting Mothra for the plot. Um, it, it's not. It's not as good. I mean, it's not as good as the first movie. Um, it's not even in the ballpark. Um, but it's still a fun movie. It's fun to look. It's great to look at. I mean, it, it's still a fantastic movie. There's some weak acting in this movie. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably the basis of the 40 score. There's there's yeah. plot holes you could drive a Mack truck through. Oh wow. And there's some weak acting. Oh wow. But I mean, just. Just for how good the monsters look and how much yeah. monster fighting there is, I'd give it at least a 50. <laughs> so I, I, I think I think the 40s undeserved, but yeah, definitely I, I would red box this one if I were you guys. Red box. Okay, well that sounds like a sounds like a plan. We may have to do that, and and I do love some love some monster fighting. Oh yeah. But you know, we, I know we just got done gushing about Keanu. We just got done gushing about uh, you know his whole situation here. But the movie that we were talking about with him is Toy Story 4, which is our next Trelawney Times score. So, uh, you know, this is an expansion on the classic. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) You know, be very afraid. This is going to either be glorious or just probably the worst thing ever on screen. 
Well, I didn't want this to exist. I thought the Toy Story 3 ending was so good that I wanted him to leave it alone. Yeah, it, right. it wrapped it up really well. And I really had mixed feelings about this, too, because, you know, I don't want to be one to, you know, extend the party if it's undeserved. But I was so intrigued by the little girl, Bonnie, with, with her imagination, her view, and, and you know, her just her interaction with the toys while she had them was so much fun. So this is a really neat uh, chance to to grow that. So hopefully, you know, we've, we have the majority of the cast returning, uh, you know, of course, with the introduction of, uh, I think we have uh, Patricia Arquette, Jordan Peele. And Duke Kaboom. Yep. Keanu. <laughs> Timothy Dalton, of course, returning as Mr. Pricklepants. Okay, so, I mean, they're obviously going to keep making these as long as they make money. So eventually one of them is going to, you know, not be good. Right. Have we reached that point already? Well, now, there are two straight-to-video releases. Um, a Halloween Toy Story of Terror. Mm-hmm. I don't count those. And then another one. Yeah, so we, we could we could maybe uh, overlook those. Yeah, those are just holiday cash grabs. I don't count those. <laughs> I, I, I think Pixar and Disney are on enough, you know, they're on enough of a roll with these. I think this is going to be a good one. And especially something that I've seen. Just That's not now. a number, Dwayne. So, well, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a 97. 97. Rotten Tomatoes. Based upon a casting I just now seen, Betty White. Ooh. Betty White and Keanu. Uh-oh. Now, you put Betty White in anything, and I'm a fan. And to see her interacting with this Toy Story universe, I'm so excited. So, Jamie, what's your number? Let's just go ahead and get this out of the way right now. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm afraid to say any number. Um <laughs> See, I wasn't thinking 97 high. Um, I'm afraid this is where quality is getting diluted a little bit. Um, it's still mm. Pixar. It's still the original cast. We've got Keanu and Betty White. I know about Betty White. Um, so it's still probably going to be good. Um, and critics, I mean, apparently just love this and always rate it highly. So I'm going to go 92. Okay, 92. Okay. Mel Brooks is in this. Keegan-Michael Key. Sam. All right. I guess I'm going to be the Debbie Downer this time. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go 85. Ooh. I am. Because I think that because of the satisfying ending of three, even though this is Toy Story and Disney's got to keep it going because we still got Toy Story Land going in everywhere, (laughs) you know, we've got to to definitely keep that pull in there. Uh, they're already running trailers for that along with the movie. Uh, so I think this is the one that's going to start pulling down. So mm, 85 will 85. be my number. Okay. So it, it has to happen eventually because yeah, if, yeah, if, if they're not going to stop it the, with the way three ended, they're never going to stop. And so eventually they're not, there's going to be one that's not good. And so it's, it's going to happen. That's is it this one? I mean, with Keanu's presence, we certainly hope not, but <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you know, we shall see. Okay, so we have the rundown. Um, Dwayne, myself, at 98. Sam at 85. And Jamie at 92. Despite being in the middle, I will still find a way to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And folks, that was Trelawney time.
All right, so our next item is, so we, we've seen so many trailers, and we know so much news about Toy Story 4. Let's go to the opposite end of the news spectrum. A Christopher we know Nolan nothing movie. about. We know nothing about, except Nolan. the name of the movie, the director's name, and some of the cast. That's all we know. Yeah. And that it's a spy flick. That's it. That's it. It's Tenet um, by Christopher Nolan. Um, it's got all the usual people. I mean, Michael Caine's in this movie, of course. It's a Nolan movie. Um, but we've got Robert Pattinson here, too, which is one of the few newbies in the so Nolan this universe. Is, yeah, yep. This may have been where we were confused with the Batman casting, potentially. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're getting there. We'll, we'll get there. Spoilers. Um, but it's, it's a Nolan movie. I love Nolan movies. Never seen a bad one. Um, he is fairly consistent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like like Babe Ruth, he's consistent. Everything's out of the park. Um, <laughs> but and it, but I just I'm I'm really curious. He's done the war movie, which was pretty mind blowing. Um, he's done the sort of the in, the, like the you know sci-fi intrigue with Inception. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what he does with a full-on spy movie. I kind of want to see. I'm I'm really excited about that. That's an angle I haven't seen him do. So I'm I'm kind of pumped. Yeah, I'm always interested to see someone dive into a new realm. Yeah. So we'll definitely keep an eye out for this one. Yep. So in some not surprising news. I, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. Sa- Sammy's not surprised, and he can explain to us why did Swamp Thing get canceled? I sure wish I knew. And I'm going to be <laughs> honest. And I'm going to be honest. I don't think Warner Brothers can give a straight answer. Uh, I've read numerous articles on this. At first, it was it went from 13 to 10 episodes because of creative differences. Then the first episode drops, and along with the first episode, we get the news that Swamp Thing has been canceled. So on the same day you drop the first episode of the series, you announce the cancellation also. Wow. Now, this makes me sad. I've watched two episodes of this. Three, I think, yeah, three episodes. It's been phenomenal. Really? It's been great. Wow. Okay, but I think that's the problem. I think it's coming down to cost. Mm. I think this is just too expensive to make on the budget that they have for the DC Universe shows. Uh, This is, you know, with with Titans, with Doom Patrol, you know, this is pushing even more as far as the money. Is it just a lot of effects? Yeah, And, and some of it's practical. You know, there's some digital, but I mean, but there are so many small homages, you know, to John, John Carpenter's thing. Uh, there's just, it's just so, it's so good. It just breaks my heart that this thing is, is going. But I question a lot with what Warner Brothers is doing anyway. Even the next Star, Stargirl was supposed to be the next show as far as live action, and it's already been pushed back to next year. Mm. It was supposed to come out, I think, in October. Have they filmed any of that yet? I don't think they filmed anything. They released the actress, what the costume looked like, but that's as far as they've done with it. So I don't know. There's talk about Warner Brothers wanting to do a streaming service uh, similar to what Disney Plus is doing. Um, So people are questioning, will DC Universe as a streaming service survive in general, or will it be rolled into the WB? Well, I mean, I just heard this as a rumor. I don't know if it's true at all, and but you probably know better than I would. Um, the rumor I've heard is that all of the live action stuff from the DC Universe is going to be rolled into the new Warner Brothers mm. streaming service. Mm. And that DC Universe will exist as like a Marvel Unlimited, home for their comic books. Interesting. 
Well, you know, Titans got a season two. Doom Patrol has already been given a season two. So for Swamp Thing right off the bat to be dropped, it's, I don't know. Mm. Well, and, and it's interesting, too, that it was, you know, that you're saying it's really, really good. It is. Should it have been a movie, maybe, instead of a TV show? I don't know. It, it, it could have worked that way. It really could have, I think. Um, like I said, the, the cast is great in it. Just the characters, the way they're running in. You know, characters like Madame Xanadu, and they're working in Blue Devil, even. Uh, so, I mean, some of these kind of quirky, magic-based characters that get thrown into the, you know, the DCU. So, I don't know. Speaking of things that are dark, <laughs> next item is Terminator Dark Fate. They're laughing at me. I'm trying really hard to not... <laughs> But I mean, I wasn't pumped for this movie. Um, I was—I ex- mean, I got a little excited when you know, uh, I just blanked. Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, when I heard Linda Hamilton was coming back, I was like, okay, yeah, all right. I'm a little excited now. I'm—I'm I'm interested. And the first trailer didn't blow me away. But I just saw the next trailer, and it showed how all the Terminators' like new abilities work. And I saw a, f- a longer scene with Linda Hamilton in it, and I'm all in now. I'd skip Genesis. I'm going to have to go back and watch Genesis now so I can watch this movie to make sense. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this now. I, I, I mean, it's, I don't know if it'll be any good or not, but it looks awesome. I totally was not. I was like, okay, another Terminator. They've not gotten it right since T2. But seeing the trailer, the the little teaser that we've seen, I'm I'm kind of getting like you. I'm kind of getting excited about. It. You have you have Schwarzenegger in here. You have Hamilton. You have you know. It just looks really interesting what their direction they're going with this. And <clears throat> you know, I wonder with Swamp Thing, and I wonder with some of the other things, if social media is you know causing some of these things to. Are they announcing these things too soon? Are they announcing, saying, hey, you know, here's our new character, Stargirl. We're going to be making a show about her. And everybody's like, well, the costume was kind of weird. And like, okay, maybe we won't. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, you know, your social media is not your, you know, um, research department. Yeah, but if I right. was if I was making a Terminator movie and I'd gotten Cameron and Linda Hamilton to come back, I couldn't announce that fast enough, though. <laughs> well, this is true. <laughs> this is true. Agreed. All right, so for our last one, this is the one Dwayne gave spoilers for a minute ago. On our last episode, we talked about um, Dwayne was getting a little skeptical about whether this new Batman movie was, was ever going to happen. And I said, I said, you know, and Matt Reeves, I trust. I've seen Matt Reeves' movies. I love them. Never seen him make a bad movie. Um, okay, do we still trust in Matt, Matt Reeves? Robert Pattinson, Captain Sparkly Werewolf, not Werewolf, <laughs> Sparkly Vampire. Vampire. Yeah, yeah, Sparkly Vampire. <laughs> the werewolves are giant. The yeah, yeah. Are yeah, yeah. Um, I try to block out those movies. I love the meme where you have the Lego Batman in the <laughs> oh, yes. suit. And that it says great. Robert Pattinson be like. <laughs> worst, worst vampire ever. It took him 13 years to turn into a bat. <laughs> but I've, I've actually thought long and hard about this. Okay. Okay. Michael Keaton didn't make any sense. Mr. Mom is Batman? Right. Okay. Val Kilmer? Mm. Didn't know about that one either. Clooney? The weird, the, the, the ER doctor with the weird hair? Different. Which that didn't work anyway, but like I mean Affleck, I mean people were furious that Affleck was going to be Batman. So we've got a pretty good track record of like yeah. strange castings working out. Well, and there are reasons that these guys are making millions of dollars as actors. You know, they're going to have to be able to uh, inhabit a character. 
you know, no matter what range we've seen them and are, are comfortable with them. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm as guilty as the next person with typecasting people. Yeah. I think we all do it. We're doing it here, you know, but it's kind of weird. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's the thing, you know, I mean, it, it's a lot of the, these actors become synonymous with a character and it's really hard to see them in anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, Pattinson has done numerous movies since the Twilight Saga, and some of these are independent types of movies. I mean, we even said, I mean, he's in the, going to be in the new Nolan film. You know, we're not talking lighthearted and, like I said, like I said, sparkly vampires. That's not what we're going to be. So I think, hopefully, as an actor, he's grown. Um, hopefully, he can break that that mold that I think so many people put him into. Um, you know, knee jerk. I'm mean, the same way. I was like, oh my gosh, there's no way. Yeah. Um, you know, but there, there's been talk as far as villains going back to Penguin and Catwoman again. So I don't know how Batman oh, returns. That would that be will really feel. exciting to see a take on on Penguin. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm I'm a little confused about what we're doing because my my understanding was this was supposed to be an older Batman story. Right. Like, I mean, like older Batman, like I can't find anymore and I'm carrying a gun now. Mm-hmm. So clearly that's not what we're doing if we're ca- casting, you know, Robert Pattinson as Batman. So I'm, I'm just curious now, like, what, what are we telling? Is this an origin story? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm curious. Right. Where, where are we going with not. this one? You know, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, I want a detective movie. I want to see the world's greatest detective actually act like a detective. Well, that's yeah. where we're, that's where we're missing Batman, I think, in a lot of these movies. We're, we get the origin, we get the brooding, we get the moody and the, the emotionally you know, driven person instead of the clinical, cold. Oh, this is how that connects. You know, the the, the detective, movie, yeah. just like you said. You know, um, so that. I hope they go that way with it. I, I, I really, with any, any superhero they put out, for the next 10 years, I don't want to see an origin story. Yeah. And we, we've seen Batman's parents get killed enough. I mean, let's, let's, let, the, let's, let, let's let Thomas and Martha have an easy movie. It let's... seems like at least twice every movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right, well, that was our nerd news for this week. Anything to add, fellas? Keep it nerdy.